On today's episode of Run the Block, powered by the Live Rich Project, I'm joined by none other than the world's greatest co-host, Michael Clifford. You know, at the Live Rich Project, we're always talking about mindset, skill set, systems, and a sense of purpose. Today's all about mindset and tools that Michael and myself use to do anything from social media as well as just live day to day. So we really get into contrarian thinking, how to stand on the shoulders of giants and why there's no new horses, what looks good on a t-shirt may not be applicable in reality, and are you checking boxes for Versus doing the work that's necessary. Let's jump into it. Before we jump into today's episode, I just wanted to introduce this thought to you guys. This comes from Brene Brown. You may not control any of the future events that happen to you, but you can decide not to be reduced by them. Law, if we decide to do that. If I started talking like this? Yeah, I don't. I don't think it would. I just don't think it would do. Welcome into the show, everybody. Welcome to Run the Block, powered by the Live Rich Project as my camera decides to move, and so I have to move all my audio setup. Stand by. Welcome in to today's episode. We're back, and we're back. Glad to have you uh, joining us today, Michael. Well, hey, thanks, man. Happy to be here. Um, your South Carolina internet kicked in, and so I missed everything in that intro. Hopefully, it was recorded on your end. Yep, we're all good, so don't worry about it. If you just don't see me, just give a three-second delay. That way we can just edit it out in post-production, and we'll be good to go, man. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to first start off today uh, by saying congratulations to you, me, technically any guests we've had, as well as anything else I guess we've done on here, which typically is me, you, or me by myself talking to myself. And guests, because today, uh, this recording is our 21st episode that will go live. And why that's important, just so you guys know, uh, through the 80-20 principle, I believe the stat was actually closer to 90%, uh, but it was anyone who starts a podcast company, individual, over 80% never got to episode three, or three and, three and less, I should say, 80%. And of that, 80% of those never made it to episode 21. So we are the top percentile. We are in the top percentile of podcasts ever launched. So congratulations. So we got like a solid B, B plus going. Well, yeah, B minus maybe. B minus, you know. Public school or private school, I guess. It depends on where you went. For some people, 80 and above was a B. That's true. I, I like going B minus because then we have room for improvement. You go B plus. We're close to that A, you know, and I feel like we got a lot of room where we can improve in, uh, <laughs> and actually really going to be that 22nd episode that pushes things over. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, today though, guys, we are jumping in to sharpening, uh, our mindset and we're going to look through a couple different lenses. This was sparked by some things that, uh, Michael and I have been t chatting about as well as just things that we've seen. Uh, especially with incorporation of different social medias, coaches come to us and ask certain questions. And then you start seeing people repurpose certain things. So uh, Michael and I started chatting about, you know, like how we view certain things that we see that happen, whether this is through email, through social media, through conversations that we have. So today will be a good one. Um, again, episode 21, kicking off. Thank you so much for joining us, Michael. I wanted to start with today in general on how... How do you actually define mindset? Because mindset is just a word that everyone says like, oh, you've, you've got to sharpen your mindset. Oh, you have to um, 
take my course to build the best mindset possible, right? Like that's like almost the intro now to being an entrepreneur. Buy my and course. It's always, yeah, it's always funny to me because it's not that it's not that you're wrong, but it's hard to start with mindset when you can't pay the bills. You know what I mean? Like it, it's hard. And that's why like Naval's famous quote is like, let's just make everybody rich first and I promise we'll make everybody happy. Uh, it's really hard to start there, but I see them all the time. They'll, they'll put up this like beautiful quote, something they said or they stole. And then, you know, three three threads down or tweets later or, you know, hey, the link for my mindset course, by the way, is in my bio. So how, how do you actually define mindset and, and how do we define that like with the Lily Rich Project? Ooh, good question. How do you define mindset? That's, uh, that's very open to interpretation. I guess simply put, it's just kind of your viewpoint of the world right? Like the way that you truly see things uh, from the inside out. And uh, for some people that could be looking at the world through a lens of, oh shit, I have to go do this thing again today. Really don't feel like it. Versus uh, there are plenty of people out there who see something as an opportunity. Oh, this is an opportunity for me to go impress someone. This is an opportunity for me to get my uh, my face, my message, my skill set in front of whatever group, right? Like some people will see uh, public speaking in the stages as a, a frightening uh, excursion, something that, you know, a lot of people fear. A lot of people fear public speaking. Right. And then there are other people who see it as as a vessel to convey um, their point of view and their unique thought process to the world. Right. Both of those things are a viewpoint and they're all they, they all stem from both of those viewpoints stem from your mindset, just simply the way that you interpret the world around you, the way that you interpret um, uh, decisions to be made. Uh, all of all of those things affect the the picture that you take in through your eyes. You know, certain people see this world very, very differently than others, and a lot of it's mindset related, right? Like to to have the ability or the belief that you can warp reality, you can look at an empty empty field, and you can visualize like a shopping center or something like that. But then to also believe that as a human, even if you don't know how to construct it, you know how to network with the people who construct it. You know how to have a relationship with the contractors who can fulfill on all those things, right? And so where people see an empty field, you see opportunity of, of building the future. And all of those are just different takes on mindset. So yeah, it really simply put, it's your perspective on the world. And so like that should probably change over time, right? Or is that something depending on who you are that could just be concrete? Yeah. So it, it should definitely change over time. Um, lifelong learner, right? Like that's, that's the goal we should all strive for. There's, there's lots of uh, famous adages about no, no man is, what is it? No man ever steps in the same river twice for it is not the same river and he is not the same man. That's why I just, tell people like you should have probably the same 12 to 20 books that you just reread over and over and over in your life because you're going to go out and you're going to experience things that uh, are going to leave positive and negative emotions in you on a daily basis. And then your brain is going to create shortcuts 
for the sake of efficiency, right? And then you move into like almost this if-then scenario. And we, we have these uh, experiences throughout life. And if you were to read a book five years after reading it for the first time and you've gone through trauma, and you've gone through loss and you've gone through grief and you've had two promotions at work and you've had a kid since then, you are a completely different human, or at least you should be because your uh, set of experiences has, has widened, right? Like the things that you've been exposed to. And so it, it really pays to have a very open mindset because it allows you to take in more experiences, more opportunities um, which will allow you to, you know, have a, have a greater life's work in the end, because you'll be able to say yes to more of those opportunities. I love that you, you mentioned the, the same 12 to 20 books, because I think that's something people are always looking for the next thing and oh, what I need to read next, what I need to do next. And I think, um, I think you've mentioned this before, uh, you and I are kind of the same where like, we very rarely finish a book unless it, for whatever reason, it's just well-written or just, yeah captivating for us, right? We take a principle that we found in the book and then we just go apply it. And then maybe I come back to that book in a couple months, or maybe I don't for a long time. Maybe it was just a one and done versus thinking I've got to finish this book because then I can check it off my list. And now I feel accomplished and I go tell everybody on, you know, my Instagram stories that, Hey, I read this book. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's the difference in the person who has a morning routine that checks boxes because they're supposed to have a morning routine, right? Like they wake up and they have a gratitude practice because they're supposed to have a gratitude practice and they visualize because they're supposed to, and they try to meditate, but they're no good at it. Right. But like the reality is there's a difference between being that person and the person who has that very same morning routine. And they visualize because they're building a future and they know that there's probably, uh, or they probably know that there's science behind that, right? Behind visualization. There are people who, uh, practice breath work because they saw it on the Huberman lab and this is what, you know, successful people do. And they saw Tony Robbins breath work practice or something. And then there's people who want to be able to control their state at any given moment and be able to bring themselves up and down at their own command, right? Um, people who understand that there's value to be extracted from the things that you read and consume, but apply it looking for a specific end. That's the difference, right? Like when, when it comes to um, people who are successful versus people who are not, there's, there's certain just key things that we see. And one of them is the ability to be able to extract value as you're going through something, whether it's reading a book, whether it's a course, right? Like there's plenty of free information out there and you can build a successful business without giving anyone a dime, right? Like really good courses are just shortcuts that are, are meant to, you know, kind of hasten your, your growth, but you can extract all of the information that you need through consuming hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of free content. You just have to be the person who extracts the value, right? Like you have to be the miner. You're the person who's looking for the diamond in the rough and whatever the message is. And so that's why it's totally okay to be a person who picks up a book, finds something of value, and you're like, oh shit, I'm going to try that. 
And then you don't pick the book up for a little bit because you're busy applying the thing from the book, right? Extracting the value and applying it. And it, it's those, it's, it's the difference of the intention of the person. That's what it comes down to because, you know, you're the one who started this off. Everyone's got a morning routine. Why are you doing your morning routine? What's the outcome you're looking for? Is it because um, YouTube person, Twitter person said, have a morning routine and this is theirs and so this is why you do it? Or it's because you're trying to think clearer so you can solve problems throughout the day, right? Are you trying to increase your lifespan because you want to be a more effective human? You plan on building wealth and building an empire and you want to be able to travel the world and enjoy it for longer and later in life, right? What is the intention behind it? What is the mindset? That's what it comes down to. Great time to plug our course, <laughs> the one. If you'd like to become a self-sufficient business owner and effectively develop mindset, skill sets, and a sense of purpose, DM Michael or I, <laughs> the one. And we'll be happy to give you details. Uh, jokingly and seriously, though, uh, we are actually uploading content to the 2.0 version as we speak. So um, can't help but plug that in there real quick uh, while we're there. Uh, you're, you're so right though when it comes to the extraction method because it, it doesn't matter if you read the whole book or if you just read a couple pages or you take the course, which shout out to books, the original master classes. For some reason, you know, $20 used to get you a master class. Now you got to pay $1,000. Audiobooks ranging from six to 12 hours, right? Like that's kind of my sweet spot. You do that in a course, you're looking at a thousand dollars. That that's always yeah. just like I've never understood that that money math. I mean, I get it. Obviously, like we've done similar things. Um our by the way, our course is a little bit a little bit lengthier than that. I think the sell by chat alone's twelve hours. Um but but point being is like like that's what people did, right? They went online, they recorded and then changed the price. But that's that's a side tangent for another time. Extraction is key, a hundred percent with mindset and intention. Um, I, I really love the concept. I know you're familiar, familiar with it, which is like standing on the shoulders of giants. And where I think you and I started today off was talking about like contrarians. And by nature, I'm a contrarian. Like when I see something go mass, mass media and everyone's saying the one thing, I'm like, something's fishy there. I, I'm just a skeptic by nature. Um, but I also know that that hasn't always suited me best. That's also failed me at times <laughs> when... When, you know, I should have been looking at, at, at an open-minded lens, right? And just been like, what, what's, what's maybe the, the details here? Why is this being pushed this way versus just thinking it's a conspiracy or, or skepticism or who's trying to make money off of this? So could, could you explain standing on the shoulders of giants, uh, what that means if anybody's not familiar with that? Yeah, standing on the shoulders of giants. So there are, you know, countless um, billions of, of people who have walked the face of the earth and countless powerful intellects that dwarf all of our own um, who've had amazing amazing concepts and ideas and thoughts and systems and have set up the the very bedrock and foundation of everything that we do today every single thing that we do today and so standing on the shoulders of giants means that you you are in a market you are um, in, in a lane, in a vertical that's already been built by countless geniuses. And you have the, the, the benefit of 
getting to kind of stand on a pile of reward that you didn't sow, nor nor did you have to actually go into the field and reap, right? It's just there for you to take. And now for you to put your own spin on, extrapolate on, build on, whatever the case may be. Um, but if, if you want a great example of this, uh, I, oddly enough, I saw this last night on a YouTube video. Um, this is an email I think Steve Jobs wrote to himself back in like 2013-ish, um, talking about how uh, he didn't invent the microprocess. It's just this list of like a 70, 80 things that he didn't do, right? Almost like a Marcus Aurelius meditations letter to thyself to remind oh, wow. you to be humble. And um, it was essentially him the person who is, man, he's got to be a top five uh, modern revolutionary figure for humanity and where we're at right now, uh, at least for making things mainstream, right? Um, right. And he himself was stating to himself, you stand on the shoulders of giants. You are nothing. You are an insect. You're blessed that you got to be here and build something on what already existed. Oh, wow. Yeah, you definitely have to uh, share that that YouTube video. I love when they find like old emails or old messages or old notes like that, right? From just people who have done extraordinary things and they're just literally writing to themselves or like a memo they wrote to one other person. That's just like giving the, the lens because we build these people up as something that they're probably not entirely. No, 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 no. They're, they're not. They're, they never yeah, you, are. No yeah, one you, well, well, you... From one, you, right, we start this whole thing off with mindset and you can judge any relationship. There's always multiple points of view. There's your point of view. There's their point of view. There's the others that yeah. maybe are witnessing it. There's their point yeah. of view, right? And then there's also the view of what you think the others <laughs> think as well. So you're looking through possible four lenses of, as to what's yeah. going on, but I think those are always just amazing. Now, this this leads me right into uh, your your favorite tagline at the moment, which I love. Uh, <laughs> it makes me laugh every time. Uh, what looks on, what looks good on a t-shirt may not be applicable in reality. Now yeah. that's not exactly what you say. You, you actually say something else and you've been commenting this recently on uh, Twitter and threads. So, uh, what is it that you're commenting and wh where did this start from? Look, looks good on a t-shirt. Not true at all. So, uh, platitudes get espoused by, uh, plenty of digital marketers, influential people, um, you know, attractive characters. And they look good on a t-shirt, but they're not true at all, right? So here's, here's a unique thing about this show that you won't get a lot of other places. Not here, not, not here to sell you a line of shit. We'll tell you exactly how it is. Have been to plenty of events and sat behind plenty of closed doors with uh, some of the some of the names that people love and are attracted to and consume their content regularly. And so, yeah, I if you if you go into some of the the comment sections, you will see a simple reply from me. It says, "Looks good on a T-shirt." Not true at all. Um, one of the common ones, and I'll I'll butcher it. It goes up five six different ways, but. Uh, you know, someone who's ahead of you will never, you know, talk bad about you. Something like that looks good on a t-shirt. It's completely not true. It's completely not true. 
I've, I've been in plenty of situations with very influential individuals who are on social media, um, you know, just scrolling their Instagram and they'll see someone who is behind them in follower account and status and financial abundance and all these things and just, you know, talking mad shit about their posts and everything else. So when you see those things, it's not always true, folks. There, there are plenty of successful people out there who are still petty AF. Don't get it twisted. So yeah, there's plenty of platitudes that go out there. Um, and, and they're, they're, they look good on a t-shirt, right? They're just not always true. Yeah. I think one of the first times I ever, uh, really started to think about that concept, I think it was, uh, maybe, uh, this is marketing by Seth Godin. I, I really want to say it was a, a book of Seth Godin. He's put so many out now, but he, I believe he was talking about like Coke and Pepsi and he was, he was going down the concepts of like, you know, who, who all do they think about? And here's the thing, the CEO of that company may not think about the lower tiers, but best best foot forward, the marketing team, the PR team knows exactly who all these competition, who, who their competition is. They know exactly who the newcomers are. They know who the, all the Celsius and all these other things are. Mm -hmm. They know exactly who everyone is. And of course, they're talking shit, or at least they're positioning themselves in a different way. That's just business 101. Yeah, ab ab it, absolutely. It doesn't change. But it it is, there is something to be said that, you know, I don't want to offend anybody out there who who may not have done some self-work lately and, and really understand this, but, you know, saying something and doing something are completely different. Ooh. And it's just true, right? Religion's always the easiest one. We don't have to go there, but right? You can say you're a type of person, right? Who believes in these core tenets and then act totally different, right? You can be the business owner who says he does X, Y, and Z, or she does X, Y, and Z, but then you act totally different. It's really easy. And we all know this to fake it on social media. And it's always funny when those people also call out those people that they see, I know they're faking it. And it's like, mother, mother, you're faking it. <laughs> like, Get the hell out of here. I know you don't have a morning routine. Stop telling people to do a morning routine. <laughs> <laughs> not going to change their life. I saw you at Dunkin' Donuts drive through at 9.30 in the morning last week. Yeah. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> but this this does go, like, to, to bring this back to contrarian thinking, um, one, I would have to imagine you are a typical contrarian. Is that is that is that correct or, or not so much? Yeah, yeah. So I'm not black-pilled. Um, I just... I You're going to have to explain that. You just lost everybody. I promise Sorry. you. Black Sorry, pill, yeah. red pill, blue pill. <laughs> uh, and the white pill also, yeah. right? The white pill is the optimistic. Everything is going to be okay. We've been here before. We're going to work it out. The Black pill is gloom and doom. Everything's negative, right? Like that SNL Debbie Downer skit, the want, want from, you know, 15 yeah. years ago or whatever. So uh, good. There are plenty of people like that who just sit there and detract. They're just miserable humans who are, you know, it's just kind of like hurt people, hurt people and the, the crabs, crabs in a barrel thing. Um, some people are just miserable and they like to be negative at all points in time. And it's imperative that you do not become this human being under any circumstance. And so like, personally, I, I, I've been gifted a curse. I see problems everywhere I look, but I, my brain works in systems and solutions. So it's great, right? Like, that's why I say I've been gifted a curse. I see the downsides and I see the negative, but like, I just think about ways of fixing stuff. There are plenty of people out there who see the downside and they just want to call it out and point 
like that's not going to work while they're not trying anything right you're that's so stupid this is the dumbest thing i ever heard while they're sitting in their you know parents basement playing world of warcraft still or something like that right like we've all seen those memes um but yeah i'm i'm a contrarian because i think everything is situational every application is situational right like under every circumstance um you you said not not to touch religion but i mean in the the principles of of whatever religion you follow are gonna should give you certain guidelines that are extremely positive right like hey don't kill people (laughs) don't commit adultery don't steal things okay cool yeah definitely should not do that right like of course and but everything's situational within that too right and then and the other side of that there are plenty of things in holy books that are negative that that are silly that that have no place in being followed and so it's when you follow everything blindly as a statement right best example i can give um the uh the old monkey study from forever ago that jim Rohn turned into the the quote of you you are the you know the average of the five people you spend time with right yes totally get that your your circle matters 100 percent. now we've got another one that comes right along with that though never be the smartest person in the room i have to disagree vehemently if you're always not the leader you're never leading if you're always not the teacher you're never teaching there comes a point in time where once you've reached a certain level of success, meaning that you've gathered all the resources necessary for your, your personal and your family's um, needs to be met, right? So like back in the day, those would be things like fire and shelter. And and they still are, don't get me wrong. But, you know, within that also comes finances. You need to be financially secure so you don't have that low level of anxiety of trying to gather money on a daily basis, wondering if you're going to be able to pay your bills. Eventually, once all those resources are, um, you know, acquired, now what? Purpose. You got to walk in purpose. That comes from pouring into others. You should never be the smartest person in the room. So you never teach others. Is that where we're at? You just take from others. You don't give. You don't pour into people. Nonsense, right? Looks good on a t-shirt. Not true at all. Yes, you should 100% be the person who's constantly learning, lifelong learner. Buy books, buy courses, listen to Audible, listen to podcasts, all of those things, 100%. But if you really want to learn the the knowledge deeply, intimately, you should teach it. <laughs> and then what are you doing? You're, you're, you're paying it forward. You're passing it along to someone else. You're impacting someone else's life who didn't have that information, that knowledge, right? And so if you just put whatever the statement is into appropriate context we can typically find out what the real answer is and if you can find that you can be a contrarian you can be like it's not whataboutism it's not false equivalency it's not any of those things it's just looking for the error in the general thinking that's very populist some people get this from um you know uh getting scammed Right. Like if you spend thirty thousand dollars on 
on a course that's going to teach you how to do this and it does not go well at all and you didn't receive a level of service and support and information and all this stuff but then you see an ad that pumps out and a whole bunch of people in that comment section talking about how that person's so amazing and all this stuff you might go into that comment section with a very contrarian point of view because you got you know you got burnt in the past and so it's giving you a different lens to look at things right then there are other people who have a contrarian point of view to bring themselves attention and status and to say like don't do that do this right we we have we have a, a friend who um is very good at that you've if you're listening to this podcast you've probably seen his ads uh and it it'll jump out right away when you're scrolling and you see if you're a fitness professional um stop you know stop running applications stop doing linktree linktree has three percent conversion all these things it's very contrarian and guess what gets plenty of attention from it and so being a contrarian definitely pays off being a black-pilled um negative nancy is uh is the it's a cancer right like being a uh perennial negative person is like having a victim mentality It's self-fulfilling you'll never you'll never build anything either because of your mindset right where we started this whole conversation off it, it goes back to that it's your mindset what are what are steps then or where, where would somebody start to utilize this is it like they need to know their own core values they just need to educate themselves more because we, we've talked about a lot of kind of the the theory and given some examples of social media, but wh where does where does somebody start? Is it as simple as hey, you need to go figure out what core values are and build up from there. That way, you have something to check against. Is it you know limit your contrarian thoughts until you have more education on the the subject matter? Um, it, something else along those yeah. lines. Yeah. So if. Uh... If we're going to have this be tied to, to mindset and applying it and even changing your own mindset, right? Like maybe you've heard some of the things discussed here and you're like, oh, that's me. Maybe I should work on that. Cool. It all starts uh, with thinking about your life, <laughs> right? <laughs> think about your life and, and remember that it's not going to be here forever. But think about what you want to achieve with it, right? Think about the life's work that you want to build. Think about the experiences that you that you want to have in this life while while you're here. As far as we know, we get one, right? It can be really cool. You can have a lot of fun. You can have a lot of cool experiences. You can build a lot of amazing relationships. You can travel all over the world. You can do all sorts of things if you put your mind to. But if you're a person who doesn't stop and think about your own life, number one, that's really where all of this starts. Once you start to get that perspective and like, well, I'm here. I'm going to be here the next 30, 40, 50, 60, 80 years. I might as well do something worth, worth noting. I might as well do something that's going to have a positive impact. That's the first step, right? Like we, we have to know and understand success is possible. Amazing things are possible. Whatever belief you have, that's gotten you into a negative point of view. We have to shift that. You have to know that it does not matter who you are, where you're at right now in your day-to-day -day life, amazing things are possible for you. You are capable of building incredible, incredible things for yourself. 
And so once you start with remembering, hey, this is a life I get to live, I get to dictate it. How would I best be served from here? What are the thoughts that I have? Do I have negative thoughts on a regular basis? Okay, cool. <laughs> start thinking about those thoughts. When do they come in? What, what past experiences do you have? What shortcuts has your brain created for yourself that result in that, that, that ant, that automatic negative thought popping up? And just go, go start exploring and rewiring a little bit and put in a different input. Think of something positive. Have a visualization practice for five, 10 minutes in the morning on a life that you want to build, on an experience that you want to have. Doesn't matter what it is. But you can start rewiring your brain if you start by examining your life and what you want to create. Because the mind is, is who you are. It's not the body. That's an avatar. That's the flesh, right? It's, it's the brain. And so you can change your life on any given day. You are, you are always one decision away from having some sort of an amazing breakthrough. And it starts with looking in the mirror, understanding that you are worth, you are worth the work because that's what it takes. And that's the thing that people may want to avoid. Maybe it's shadow work. Maybe it's the work of kicking addiction, whatever the thing is, it's got to be done because you are worth building an amazing life for. That's where it all starts, man. The treasure's always hidden in the deepest, darkest places that nobody It's up to you to ex- find it and extract that value. There's always a dragon guarding it too. <laughs> I, I think that, that makes that makes a lot of sense. And it goes even back to what we were talking about. Like if you buy a book and, and don't finish reading it, well, maybe it's because it's not applicable right now, right? You just may have grabbed this course or this book because you saw it hit the top 10 list or 20 of your friends said this was amazing, but it's not really a problem that you're trying to solve right now. And that's why I thought it was beautiful. You said you were gifted a curse. You didn't say I was gifted the curse of being negative all the time. You said, I see problems. Problems have solutions. That's very different from just being like, I hate my life today, or I hate waking up early. You see problems which have solutions. And that's a very different mindset in general. And if you can see problems versus seeing the negative aspects of what you don't like to do, that completely changes everything. It's the right mindset to have, Cam. I see what you did there. I feel like we should just... Do we have a mindset course ready? Nah. <laughs> Coming soon. <laughs> the Live Rich Mindset. Yours for only seventeen ninety nine times 27 payments. That's all we got for today, guys. Uh, if you do want to know anything more about um, the one course, hit uh, Michael or myself up on the gram. We'd love to continue this conversation with you guys on threads. We both are on threads. We are going to be posting a lot there and actually having some some longer discussions back and forth. So do um, follow us on threads as well. Comment and let us know if you actually watched this episode. That would be amazing for us. Just send mindset to one of our posts that way on threads. That way we know you're actually having a, um, having a good time following along our nonsense and hopefully uh, getting some some small takeaways from it. As well as if you know a coach that would really benefit from hearing this or entrepreneur, freelancer, uh, please do share this with them. Uh, Let us know uh, as well. And you may win a special prize. Anything on your side, Michael, that we need to finish or touch up 
before we give everybody the the link to buy the course? Um, that was a joke. No, just give them the link, Cam. That's fine. <laughs> the link is our DMs. So hit us up on Instagram. Just send us uh, the one, and we'll be happy to share some deets. Uh, we are actually at the moment not accepting any positions for the C-suite, just to let you know. Um, so possibly in September, we may have one or two spots open. Uh, but at the moment, I kind of actually doubt that as well. Um, so shout out to everybody in the C-suite. We're loving working with everybody and growing some epic businesses. So if you would like to learn um, the pillars that we have that everyone has to go through before they even uh, join us in the C-suite anyways, just hit us with the one and we'll have to send you over the details. Other than that, guys, have a wonderful rest of your day. We'll see you soon. Yep.